Good morning and welcome to another Raw Materials Real Moments moment. Um, I just wanted to mention that I've really come to terms with the fact that this is not my podcast, like at all. This is not my platform or my podcast series. It's it's the Lord's podcast. And it feels so strange to say and it's probably a bit strange to hear because you're like, well, God has a lot of bigger things to claim, like, I don't know, the entire kingdom of heaven. But, you know, I really feel like it's true. This is his channel, his platform, his vessel. It's, I really don't want it to have anything to do with me, per se, because I, I truth be told, I don't know you all that well. He knows you perfectly. I can think, you know, we're mostly all going through the same situation, I guess, at times, but he knows exactly what your situation is. So I'd much rather let him take over than just keep, you know, rambling on about things I think I know. So I just, I wanted to mention that. I felt it was kind of important, but what is equally important is this word for today. And I'm going to start, as I think I might always do, with a little story. So I had a moment the other day where I kind of got like a truth telling, like a truth telling off is what I'll call it. You know, have you ever had those moments where like someone you love and who cares about you holds like a truth mirror to your face and you're like, that is true. That's what I do. It's not good. Ouch. But yeah, thanks for showing me. So my mom gave me one of those the other day. And my mom is an extremely generous woman. Like, just in general, the amount she has worked to be able to give me and my brother is insane. I don't even have words to describe it. But also, as her daughter, like, we like to share clothes and bags and she'll buy me shoes or give me her old shoes that don't fit her anymore. Fitbits. You name it. Anything she'll actually give me. And she was really letting me know the other day that, you know, it seems sometimes like I don't value the things she gives me. Now, in principle, I do. I do not, in principle, take anything my parents have given me for granted. But the way that I care for or shall we say, the lack of care I give to the things I'm given kind of does highlight a lack of understanding of the value of the thing I've been given. And so, the good Lord was telling me, and I believe he's telling you, that on a much bigger scale, we we do that in our lives. And he's saying, bags and shoes and watches and all that that those are things that if someone gives you they should be they should be valued and taken care of but more importantly the lord saying i need you to value what i've given you in the sense of i need you to value the you that i've made you so you see that body shape that no one else is really loving or accepting I need you to stop wanting to change that because you're missing the value of it. You see that nose, 
that you are saving up all of your money to try and go and get fixed. It it doesn't need fixing. I made you that way. The Lord's saying, I formed you. I formed you in your mother's womb. And I formed you for a reason. And everything I've given you has so much value. Every intricate detail that I made you has value beyond what you could even imagine. So yes, that nose of yours that everyone made fun of in school has more value than you will ever know. That body of yours, that skin, that hair, it all has value that can never be matched by money or never be matched by whatever you change it to. Okay, I hear God saying, you are not of this world. Please stop trying to fit into it and look like it. Because he's saying, once you recognize the value of what I've given you, you'll start to care for it. And it also works the other way around. Once you just start caring for it, just take my word for it and trust me. Just start caring for it and you'll start to see the value. Because another really interesting aspect to this, especially in this in this day and age, I mean, the, the best example I can give you is body image. Okay, it is something that on the one hand I think is talked about a lot and on the other hand I think is not talked about enough. But body image. I'm going to use that example to talk about the difference between self-care and self-sabotage because there is a thin and often blurred line between the two. So let's let's compare two girls. We have a girl who is a size six. I know women my age and older. In my family, for example, they're a size six. And let's compare to a girl who's a size 16. Okay? Both women are exceedingly beautiful. Extremely beautiful. And self-care says both of them, they get a decent amount of exercise. I mean, they don't have to love the gym. I hate the gym. I'm not a big fan of it. But, I don't know, one loves to dance. The girl who was a size 16, she loves to dance. And she goes walking places when she's going out with her mates or cycles. I live in Amsterdam, so she cycles. And she eats right. I mean, she she's not exactly just trying to eat a salad every day and doesn't necessarily restrict herself all the time when it comes to fast food, but she eats. She eats good. She eats well. If that is what's if that's what she's doing and she's taking care of herself and her skin and I know all the rest of it and she's still a size 16? No, let me make it more personal. If you're still a size 16 after that, Shut out anyone who dares tells you you're not caring for yourself. Because, girl, you were made to have those curves. You were made, formed in your mother's womb, to be of that size. For a reason. For a reason. Okay? People tend to think, especially when it comes to body image, that if we all just cared for ourselves and ate the right foods and got the right amount of exercise, you know... We'd all be the same size. We'd all be size 10 and under. And that is the most, please excuse my language. Okay, I'm not going to use it. Laura says not to use it. The most BS I've ever heard in my life. 
If you are caring for yourself and your body and your weight and you're a size 16, know and be proud of the fact that the good Lord made you that size. Because, listen to me, you may be trying to change yourself to self-sabotage in order for the industry or the people that you're trying to reach to accept you. But something tells me the way you were formed in your mother's womb that you're trying to change is actually what's going to change that industry. You're trying to get them to accept you when really, by the end of it, they're going to be thanking you for changing the industry. You see, one of my favorite idols and people of, of body image, love and acceptance is Ashley Graham. I would die if I ever got a chance to meet this woman. I would, I would be conflicted in who I worship. I know in principle I worship the Lord, but I can quite see myself at this woman's feet worshiping her if I ever met her. Because she has been one of the key people who has changed the fashion industry. If you go back to a certain time and tell those people, if we could time travel and go back to a certain time and tell those people, hey, see this woman? She's a model, a supermodel. They'd be like, no, she's not. She's way too big to be a supermodel. And you know what? Many, many people probably told her that. Okay, she's not your typical, I'm doing air quotations, your typical supermodel. Until she came on the scene and made that kind of woman an addition to the typical kind of supermodel category. She changed the industry. Now she could have taken in all the hate and died so much to be accepted that she did this operation, liposuction, all the rest of it, to make herself a size six. You know, regular supermodel size. Regular in air quotations once again. But then the industry wouldn't have been changed at the time that it was. There wouldn't be a Barbie doll as curvy as the one that hers is. Change would not be happening at this time right now if she had not seen any value in the body that God gave her. And so I think God is trying to reach out to you and say, I want you to value what I've given you because it is valuable. More valuable than you'll ever understand, so I just need you to trust me and value it. And if that is a such a tough place for you to start, which it can be, just straight up valuing yourself without having an idea why can be so tough. He's saying, at least start caring for yourself. Not trying to change yourself, not trying to self-sabotage, but start caring for yourself. And I promise you, you'll start to see the value that I told you you have. And when you start to see that value, you'll start to self-care even more and self-sabotage even less. And it is a wonderful back and forth between value and self-care, self-caring and valuing. So I believe that's just the message from the Lord today. I keep saying I believe, like I'm, I'm really not thinking too much about this, what I'm saying. So I really, the Lord is trying to tell you this right now. And I'm so darn grateful that, you know, he's this crazy old little old completely flawed me 
to give you this message. I really hope that you spend some time praying on it this week so that you can really take it in because I think it's a, a fantastic lesson. I learned this lesson. I was told this lesson last night. Last night, actually. Yep. I prayed over this podcast and God gave me this word. So a prayer works. So sweetheart, pray over your understanding of this message and just really try to take it in because it's even as someone who's just only just got it and only just really started to understand it, I can see in foresight that it's it's life changing. It's groundbreaking. It's industries mold breaking, you know? And gosh, we want to be able to do that, don't we? Make a splash, come up onto the scene, change the game so it's closer to the kingdom of heaven. God's saying one of the best ways to do that is I need you to start valuing the valuable. And that means valuing yourself and who I formed you to be when you were in your mother's womb. So that is our real moment and raw material for today. I'm actually really in love with these sort of episodes. Like I'm somewhat reluctant to go back to the regular, but I do have some topic ideas and, well, not really I have topic ideas. I have things that the good Lord has shown me and revealed to me over past weeks and months and even almost a year by now that I can't wait to share. But um, these really are kind of my, becoming my favorite thing to put on this podcast. So I really hope that you have an amazing rest of your week. Stay blessed. Keep praying, keep pushing, and I will hear from you next time.